Uh, so it looks like Arsenal came out on top against Manchester United. And it's, it's a shame, actually, because it's like, unfortunately the top, top podcast today. We haven't got Carty with us, so it's just me and James. So for right now, I'm taking my Chelsea badge off temporarily and um, I've got my Arsenal hat on. So, James, I'm, I've heard a lot on social media, a lot about your fan base, not you, but your fan base in general telling me, you know, this this is our title charge. You know, we're we're gonna take Arsenal to the trenches. We're the only team that's ever beaten them. We're gonna show them levels again. Eric Ten Hag's got an even better game plan this time. We don't need Casemiro. We beat them without Casemiro before. We'll do it again. But they played you at the park. I'll, I'll be real. Before we before we get into the actual details, right? You give me your assessment of the game, and I'm going to tell you some facts that came out after the game. I think it was a great game for neutrals and for the Premier League, and for both fans watching it, I think they could both say, you walk away after that game and you go, that was just a good game of football. Like that was, It was a little bit of a throwback to the old Arsenal. The last eight or so years, Arsenal-United fixtures have been, there's been nothing really. It's been... One of us, most time us, going for top four and them finishing wherever. And a few times it's been them going for top four and us being out completely out of it. There's been nothing meant, there's been no meaning to the games in the last, since Fergie and Wango have gone. Um, but this one was the first time, it was felt like the start of a new rivalry coming back where for the next few years these two, these games are going to be big games where hopefully if both teams would be going for things fighting for trophies against each other with the other teams that are obviously involved. But yeah, Arsenal on the day, they're just, they're ahead in their development. Arteta's had, what is it, three full seasons now? He's ahead yeah, in his development. He's got the players in he wants. I'm sure he still wants more and a few others out and a few in, but he's ahead in where this is more his team than that Man U team is Eric Ten Hag's team. And it showed... Um, the way they've been this season, they've been excellent. And the football they played on Sunday, yeah, they they dominated most of the game, yeah. Okay. You, you, say, you, you say you're you proud. So you basically try and say you're happy with that performance. Obviously, yeah, annoyed about the defeat. Annoyed that we lost. Yeah, very annoyed to concede last minute. At 2 all. Going into extra time, you should be holding on for that. That's one worry. The Palace game before that, 1-0 up, holding on last few minutes, concede. We seem to, the last few minutes now, we're, don't know if they're tired or he does seem to pick the same squad every game. Don't know if mm. they're getting a bit tired. Now, Ericsson's mm. old, getting tired. He looks tired. Once he hits 70 minutes, you start noticing him drop off. But I was happy in a way of, normally, Arsenal right now are a top team in the Premier League. You look at the last few years when we've played top teams, we've been smashed a couple times by City. We've been slapped by Liverpool last season. It was actually good to just see a United team put up a fight and show, I know we're not ready yet for a title challenge or six months in charge for Ten Hag, but to show that he can compete with them was a good sign for the long run. I heard that, but but isn't it mad how quickly that's changed? You've gone from smashing them or competing and now they've just leapfrogged you i get you're in a different part of your process whatever you want to call it but they've just now leapfrogged you and they're 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 just ahead they've gone from 
getting played by you to, to now beating you comfortably. Because the score line is 3-2, right? But the, the stats the stats are a bit different. So I'm going to read some key stats out, and I want you to tell me. You, I want you to justify it, or you to tell me why those are the stats. Okay, mm-hmm. the possession one's pretty easy. Arsenal got 58% of possession, okay? And while, while, when the game was actually happening, I was texting you, and I was saying to you, Man United can't get out there in half. They they they're allowing Arsenal to press. It looks like you're trying to trying to play that counter-attacking football, which worked when you first played them without Casemiro. But I think because you didn't have Casemiro, because he's such a press-resistant player, yeah. that's why you could because because you've been used to him for the last what five four months now or whatever. Yeah. Take away the World Cup, so now you're like, oh shit, we've got to play against the press without. Our best press resistant, and probably probably the best press resistant player in the world in Casemiro. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shots on target was actually five to Arsenal, four to Man United. So that that is what it is. You know, yeah. you Rashford won the strike. He sent party to the shops. I'll give you that. <laughs> the Martinez goal, scrappy from the Arsenal keeper. But yeah, well done yeah. for for poaching it in. Yeah, but. Here's, here's, here's an interesting stat that I thought, okay? It's the fact that Maynard actually defended well because you got 36 clearances. So when you are when you were against it, your back line did really good. Mm-hmm. But and then after, that's one thing about the eye test, one thing I like to do is actually look at the ratings of the players on SofaScore. If you haven't downloaded that, make sure you do. Um, Arsenal, all players got seven or above. Man United... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this because I give this guy a load of shit, okay? Before I say that, actually, your best player by Sofa School was Lissandra Martinez, 8 out of 10. Fair play. He was he was solid. He did his job. But after that, they rated your best player as a player that I've given so much shit to. You've given him shit. A lot of people online say he's not fit to wear this shirt. Can you, can you guess who that is before I say? So after Martinez, they said this was the best player for Man United. Sure. Uh, no, it's not Luke Shaw. <laughs> Who the hell is it? If um, it's McTominay, then they're chatting worse. Scott Scott McTominay was the, was the <laughs> best player after by, um, and he played the full ninety minutes. Uh, a lot of the reasons because he got a seventy five percent shot accuracy. I'm uh, sorry, pass accuracy. So his passing was decent. His long balls, he got fifty percent, but he only hit two. So I can't really give much on that metric. He did, however, and this is, I think, what did it for him. For ground jewels, one, he won four out of five. And for aerial jewels, he won all of them, which were two. Yeah. So, And he didn't draw any fouls. So for him, that's okay. But the big question I want to ask about you, Dot, is a lot of you have been saying that, you know, this, this is good. We, we played great. I don't see it that way. I, I think I think you you played some good football this season, but Arsenal just made you look like nothing. But maybe that's just credit to Arsenal and how good they're doing now. So I have to be a bit rational about it, Anna. Like because it's been a few days since the game. I've let it like I've let it sink in. And thinking first, I was like, oh, "Fucking hell, Man United got banged." But I was like, "No, yeah. Arsenal just Arsenal right now. Plain and simple, Arsenal are better." And they're better than anyone in the country right now. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we got banged like that way. I think the possession sat, we always knew we were going to go there and give up possession to them. Fergie did it. We 
every time we've gone Emirates, pretty much, we always give up possession and go for counters. Um, I thought it was a bit more... I thought they they deserved to win if anyone was to win it. Um, but I still think we were in the game for parts of that game a lot more than... I don't wouldn't say it was a dom... They battered us like that. I think I do agree in a way that some of our clearances and defending was last ditch where they mm. a few times they broke us down and we had to last ditch slide tackle or last ditch block on the playing out from possession not only missing Casemiro and having McTominay in there who we know isn't great um, also the last time we played him we had Delo at right back who's very comfortable on the ball uh, mm. compared to Wamba this Saka time did we great though. yeah he's great 1v1 defending but not great on the ball. And he's never been... This is where when people say he's a great defensive mid def, uh, fullback, he's a great 1v1 defensive fullback. That first goal, that's where he's terrible. He's always getting caught out at the back post. He doesn't follow his run, doesn't watch his man. He just watches the ball. Mm. Then all of a sudden, his man comes from behind him, jumps, wins a header because he's not checked his shoulder. He yeah. always gets caught out on that. And that's why he's not a great defensive fullback is a great 1v1 defensive fullback. That's, so I knew he'd handle Martinelli just running at him. He can deal with that. It's when he's got to do the other stuff, cover his back post, watch mm. a run. That's when he gets caught out. And on the quick one, on the McTominay one that you said, I don't know if you can see that my top note, I wrote some notes down on what I want to talk about. The top one was McTominay being poor. How I thought... We have such a big drop-off in levels when Casemiro's out and McTominay has to come well, in. Wouldn't Fred have been a better option then? He's got a better engine than him. He can run more. Well, what? Tell me what the difference is because McFred got so much criticism over the last over that that Ollie so think, tenure. Well, what's the I actual difference? Think had, I think he prefers Fred playing that steeper role, and he prefers. So wait, did I say Fred? I think he prefers McTominay playing that deeper role as Casemiro's replacement, and he prefers Fred as the guy next to him as the more box energy one that can run about. Fred can't... I think McTominay is better getting it off the defence, even though he hides a lot and he marks himself out of the game by standing behind a striker. But when he does get it, he's better than um, Fred at getting it off the back four with his back to play, even though none of them are great at it. I feel like McTominay sometimes is better as a box-to-box midfielder. But because we've got no one else to play the sitter, because I think Fred's also maybe a box-to-box midfielder. Um, but I can see what I thought he would start same midfield that he played against City and move Bruno out wide, Scott and Fred with Ericsson with them. But I can see why he didn't, because when you do play Fred and McTominay, uh, you lose your in-possession, you lose a lot, you give up mm. a lot. The mm. quality that those two have is very low on the mm. ball. Their main attributes are off the ball and fitness running up and down. Yeah. So I can see why he opted for one of them and to keep Ericsson and Bruno to try and keep uh, better quality in possession. Mm. And I, I, I hear that. <clears throat> I just think when you play in Arsenal with the midfielders they got right now, you do need like either one six and two eights or two sixes and one eight. Um, because Bruno yeah. is more like a he's more like a ten, wasn't he? Really, as soon yeah. as he had the ball forward, he was he was up there. With, and uh, he got a lot of criticism online. I actually criticised him, but when I actually watched his highlights, I I give him a bit of credit. His big boy wow up front. Um, you don't really see someone who's like oh. six foot six 
like pressing from the front like that because naturally he's going to be a bit slower and he's he's not he's not he hasn't got great pace that's his that's yeah. his physicality won't allow it but his pressing from the front I haven't seen that from a Man United striker in a while but I think Marshall would have been perfect for that game but obviously <laughs> you, you can't you can't help these things injuries and that there's there's two more points on me yeah, yeah there's two no go on. No, no, I wasn't going to say nothing. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, there's just two more points I just want to bring up. Um, the first thing is, do you feel like, and I saw this one online, and I agreed with that at the time, was Ten Hag too slow, and has he done this before in previous games for you, to make those changes, to make those substitutions? Because I was telling you he needs to go to plan B. And yeah, you're like, yeah. no, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll stick with the game plan. We're doing okay. So was it yeah. too late to make substitutions or t- tactical adjustments? Was the man management missing um, that game? So I think the only thing he may have done earlier is Fred for Ericsson. You could see down Arsenal's right side, our left side, Seca was destroying Luke Shaw. And some, as a full help, man. Rashford didn't track back enough, I yeah. think. Yeah, whether that was the game plan for Rashford to stay high for counters or what, we never know. But um, it didn't seem like... Ten Hag was shouting at him to get back, so it seems like he was instructed to stay high and Ericsson was meant to get across to help. But you could see he was Ericsson was struggling in the second half. Odegaard would come out there and make it a 2v2 and they were just dominating him. And as a fullback, sometimes your winger's just going to beat you. You just have to hold your hand up and say, this guy's good, he's just got yeah. me today. We'll go again next time. Um, so I think Fred could have come on earlier in the second half for Ericsson to help out. But then again... I can see why you wait a bit because you think if Fred comes on, then forward passes aren't getting played as quick and with the quality <laughs> that Ericsson does it. Like he's taking free his first touch he tackles himself, the second touch he regains the ball, the third touch, then he might play a pass out for a throw in with Fred. It could go either way. You never know with him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the other point, I took a screenshot quickly just to remind myself of what our bench was and Lindelof Maguire. Malasia, your three defenders. Tom Heaton as your keeper. Fred, who did come on, who, yeah, is the one I think maybe could have come on earlier. Then outside of that, Palestri, Elanga, uh, Kobe Mainu, who's had one start for the team, first team. And then Garnacho, who's a good player, but who is an 18-year-old. You can't really go... You don't want to be relying on this 18-year-old to say, right, we're way to the league leaders at the moment. Throw him on with... 30 minutes left, win us this game. You're the guy. Uh, Come he on, he, he basically near enough won you the game against City, though. Like, he yeah, changed yeah, he the did. game for you. Yeah, he did. He did. I know he can do it, but again, it's. I think it was the wrong like, type of game for him to influence because they were pressing so high. You need yeah. some. You've already got pace up top with Rashford. I think you needed. You need. That's why I said if you had Casemiro, you, mm. you draw this game worse comes worse because he, he'll dictate that tempo. As soon as he's got the ball, he'll, know, he'll slow everything down. Yeah, he'll get you that space eventually. Yeah. But so what do, do you yeah, agree if, if you had Casemiro, you could do you reckon if you had Casemiro, you could have actually won that game. Maybe if we have kissed Casemiro for the last ten minutes, we get we're not conceding, I don't think. I think we get a draw out of it when it's two all and Casemiro's on the pitch. I think we draw. But the point on the subs, if he had his if if Sancho's on the bench, Martial's on the bench. And he doesn't make changes, then I'm questioning. Come on, what are you doing? You got players there. The fact well, he Sancho's not back of, though, is he? He's, he's back, back in training. training. 
this week. But yeah, he said he's not going to be available for. He's not in the squad today mm. uh, for the game against Forest, which is when we're recording mm. this. But um, yeah, if he had his full strength squad and he doesn't make changes, I question. But because he was a bit limited with his bench, I kind of can see why he didn't really want to throw on. Like the only midfielder was Fred. Other than that, it's a Kobe Mayno, a 17, 18-year-old. So he was a bit limited because, with what he could do. Yeah. I also feel like you lot, you didn't test Ramsdale enough. You only made two saves all game when, when you think about it. I'm just looking, just double-checking now. Yeah, you only made two saves, and one of them was from inside the box. So that just shows you Arsenal's pressing with something else. Um, yeah. Because because your, your goal came from a set-piece and outside-the-box shot from Rashford, didn't it? Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, look, there's lessons to yeah. be learned. There's just yeah, two more we points. Were, we, yeah, we didn't do enough. No, exactly. There weren't enough touches in the box either. But uh, that's what, what can you do when you get impressed from that? Like the whole team was near enough in your half. Even even uh, Gabriel Magalise was 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 floating around the penalty box, and that's how you know <laughs> it's peak. Um, there's just two quick more points I want to make to you. Um, I'm not going to give him too much stick because it's his fair season and you need to bed yourself <laughs> in. But I do have to ask a question about Anthony, bruv, because he was, he didn't have the best of games. Now, yeah. I know a lot of people like the arrogant side, you know, the flares, this, this, that. For, for you, yeah. what do you actually think of his performance, bruv? Because he started off amazing against Arsenal. People forget, and he scored that yeah. goal in like the first 10 minutes or something like that. <laughs> But yeah. I think he's starting to get a bit of criticism. Is it is it for you as a United fan? Is it like rightly so, or, or like what's your views on that? Um, I agree. So you at halftime, I thought, okay, he's had a we're going one one. I think he's had a few bright touches, a few nice little dribbling. You know, his skill technically has got it dribbling wise. He can do what whatever really on the ball. We all know he's got skill, but. Yeah, I thought he had some nice touches the first half. And I was not massively impressed, but I was like, okay. He's had quite a positive first half. Um, good start to the game. Like, kick on from this now. He's looking like he could, something could happen from him. Yeah. A few under-hit crosses. And then second half, it just went even worse. Just crosses were under-hit, passes under-hit. Just slow and not direct on the ball. The one time I think commentary on commentary on Sky they mentioned has he got the pace to actually get him behind? Is that why he doesn't? And he had that one chance. Yeah. He did take a heavy touch with it and it bobbled a bit too far and party intercepted it. But yeah, he just looks he needs to do a lot more. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm giving him a willing to give him time on it. No, no, and I will as well. I know there's a good player in there. It's to sign that Don on football manager all the time, bro. So <laughs> I, I got, I got, I have to. I've already bought stocks in that. If you get what I'm saying. Plus, he's getting Zinchenko. Zinchenko is now finally getting the recognition he deserves of being a top class left back. So mm. um, I, I yeah, won't hold I think, too much corn for him. Yeah, on that one as well. I feel like he could have got at Zinchenko as well. I feel like he was there for the taking. Like if a different wing, if Rashford's there, Rashford skins. Uh, Zinchenko and gives him a hard game. I feel like Anthony just makes it too easy for the fullback by always coming in, passing, coming in. It's too predictable though because he, he's so left-footed, isn't he? So he's going to cut yeah, inside. So, you know he's not... so all you got to do is show him on the weak foot. That's it. Yeah. And defenders don't want to be running back. They don't want the ball in behind them where they got to sprint. But mm. they know when he gets it, all right, I don't have to worry about him sprinting in behind. I just got to worry about blocking him from coming in. That's yeah. 
you need to be a bit more to your game than that in the prem. No, 100, 100. Uh, look, the last point we're going to make before we leave is um, I know you didn't say United were going to title charge and I never said they were either, but you said mm. you you can compete and you can compete for at least second, definitely. Uh, mm. do, you, do you still feel like that realistically? The way, the way like... Yeah, I mean, City, City are on and off. You don't know which version you're going to get on the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to compete for second, you mean? I mean, look, second or even like, I'm not saying you're going to compete for the title, but I reckon, do you reckon you can make it harder for Arsenal, give them a bit of pressure still? Yeah, I think, um, let me just, yeah, if they, it all depends as well on the two games with City. If, one of them, whoever it is, if it's City or if it's Arsenal, mm. if one of them go and do the double against the other and we continue to win our games, then we're still not far off whoever that second place team is. Yeah, We won't be too far off them. Um, but I think right now I'll happily take... It's a League Cup tonight. I'll happily take a cup. and a, I think we get top four, I think. And if if it happens that they slip up and we're in touching distance... Then we go for it. I think we just got to stay touching, stay clear at all the other teams, fifth and below. Um, <laughs> make- <laughs> shooting shots at me. I'm not a Chelsea fan today. What are you talking about? <laughs> keep that gap between us and fifth and just keep going on a run. And I think with Ten Hag, the next five games we've got are winnable games. And I think we will go on another little run. We got Liverpool after the five games, which away at Anfield, you don't know what. They always, no matter how shit Liverpool are, they turn up for the Man U games, so it's never easy. But we just got to keep going how we're doing. I don't think, uh, I'll say, yeah, it depends with the Arsenal Arsenal City game. Uh, what happened in that? Rashford just scored as well. Come on. You know that celebration, right? Why, why is yeah. everyone telling me? Now people are like, oh, Saka's copied Rashford. Bro, that, it's not, that's a celebration that's been going on for years. Like Joshua yeah, Kimmich, that is, that's what he does. Um, yeah. But I mean, look, he's got a popular again, so fair play, bro. But, yeah. I thought Saka anyway. was firing. I thought Shaka, Saka was firing shots with that celebration, low key. Yeah. I was I, like, huh? After I see it afterwards, I thought, oh, was he? I was like, oh, was he sending that, shots? That's, that's, that's what I thought, isn't it? He hasn't because done it before, all, has he? Or not recent. I, I, I don't even know, bruv, because I don't remember Saka doing it. Rash has been doing it since post-World Cup, I swear, since the fall. Yeah, yeah, Union. since he came back, I think he's been doing Bro. it, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, people, that, that <laughs> sums yeah, up. Sorry, the sum- um, what I was going to say before I celebrated, oh, yeah, All right. yeah the last, it, it will depend on the outcome of the City and Arsenal games to whether we can get second, or at least if one of them goes, does the double, and we keep winning, then I think, yeah, we can compete for second because we'll be touching distance. As long as you're above City, you'll be the first time in a long time if that happens. <laughs> no, legit, it would, wouldn't it? When's the last time you finished yeah. above City? I don't know. It's been a while. Not since Pep's we... been there, no? Or when Pep... No, not yeah. since Pep. And probably when we won it, maybe. So at least five years. Oh, Fergie. really? Maybe. I don't know. Who won it after Fergie? Uh, you guys won it, or Fer- City? Fer- no, Fergie, Fergie left in 13, yeah? And then City won it that year, didn't they? Yeah, because Mancini took... Um, no, um, what's that? What's the Argentinian Don? Pellegrini, that's it. Yeah. And then... 
You and then the Leicester one. And then us, Leicester, us, Liverpool. No, City, City Liverpool, Liverpool no. City, 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 City. Yeah. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool just got one, ain't they? Yeah. Well. <laughs> He's taking that slight digs already. <laughs> it's the small battles that win, man. It's the small battles <laughs> I'm still that win. waiting for that Liverpool fan I know to come on here. He's hiding somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to be hiding the way my team are playing, bro. So <laughs> I've got no choice. I've got the password to where we record things. So <laughs> it's what it is. Uh, but yeah, listen, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you then. <laughs>